I'm here to announce the Ellie and Bex yes. podcast. I did just yawn. yawn. Yawn over the top of that. Sorry, guys. It's a long day. It's been a long week. It has been a very long day. But regardless, yes, the show's here. a bit upbeat, bit of fun. Bit of fun. We were sleeping during the songs, but, you know, is what it is when you I, um, I enjoyed today's show. I really did. Yeah, me too. It felt like it took about seven hours. It did. But it was actually, the quality's there. I reckon right. you and I need holidays, mate. Well, we've got some coming soon. Yeah. You not till November, but anyway. No, I might take a, I might go to Darwin. Oh, good. Oh, okay. If, if the borders are open. No chance of discussing this before the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to Darwin. Look, You're going to have to find back a on TV and she's tidied up her hair. Did you see oh, that? speaking of Stacey, a.k.a. Anastasia Palaszczuk, we talked yeah. about her in today's podcast. She's gone yes. a bit rogue and I'm here for it. Yes, uh, she went full on. Pimp daddy thug life on the Prime Minister. <laughs> it's good gear, don't worry about that. We also find out if you've got a uh, qualification you've never, ever used and check in with a town we've both worked in that's getting smashed by COVID. Yeah. Enjoy the podcast. Ooh, who am I? Mm. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. I, over the last week, yes. have decided that I think I've got a new idol. Oh, wow. Life. I know. Bearing in mind, this is not a political show, so be careful where you go here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Who was your Politics old, aside. Actually, sorry, who was your old idol? Well, um, Bruce McAvaney. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. I do I'm love not, Bruce I'm McAvaney. I'm not going to give you any crap over that. He's a legend. Oh, he's such a legend. He's got Prepares such a calming well, presence. executes well, is a gentleman on and off the field. Bruce is a pretty good one. That's true. Uh, but he may have to step aside mm-hmm. because today I've discovered that a woman in politics, a woman we all know. Yes. In Anastasia Palaszczuk. Oh, thank God you didn't say Pauline Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Turns out she's a little bit of a gangster. Oh, that did not work the way I want. She's a little bit of a gangster. There we go. Now it's worked. Boom. Um, the reason I say this is because she's come out today and said, you know what, we're going to build Queensland's own quarantine facility. Yeah, but isn't the federal government in control of that sort of stuff? Isn't yeah, it's, that's, it's, the thing, that's right? a federal responsibility? Someone lands in this country. Yeah, it's federal. Yeah, and they're they're wanting to build one near the airport. Like, yes. blah, blah, blah. but Stacey, my mate, um, <laughs> she has gone a little bit rogue, right? Yes, and she's announced that they're going to be building one in Toowoomba. She's like, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, literally. Stuff so, you, literally stuff you, Skymo. Pretty much a thousand bed facility. Yeah. They reckon it'll be done by the end of the year for return travellers to go and do their quarantine. Yes. Um, and this is what happened at the press conference today when the journos were hounding her. Does the Prime Minister know? Sorry? Does the Prime Minister know about this announcement this morning? Quite sure he does now. Hey, what a gangster! Did she at that point in time put like an old school Al Capone hat on, some dark sunnies and light a blunt? <laughs> I feel like she should have. It was such a gangster move. It does and then she keeps going on, right? She's like, you've all heard about it at the same time I'm talking to you about it, okay? So, you know, you're all getting it live at the same time. Am I right? You're all hearing about it. Skimmer, if you're listening to this press conference, you're hearing about it now. We're building our own facility, okay? Different opinion. Yeah. These people, and I mean senior politicians... Must hate each other's I guts because right? you don't talk about someone you effectively have to work with, even if they're from another company. Yeah. You don't talk about them like that unless you really can't stand them. And before COVID happened, right? Yeah. Everyone, to some extent, yes, there were 
clear people who on, on opposite sides yeah. who everyone pretended to get along for the greater good. Exactly. Now it's just pot shot central. McGowan going at Gladys. Oh, God. Uh, Gladys going at Anastasia. Yeah, uh, yeah ScoMo going at everyone. <laughs> I tell you what. It's a battlefield. I'd love to see the WhatsApp. I know, right? One more time. Does the Prime Minister know? Sorry? Does the Prime Minister know about this announcement this morning? Quite sure he does now. Hey! Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. 91.9 CFM. We're live across the sunny coast. Ellie and Bex are our names driving you home this afternoon for the Quanta Self Outlet, who are always Can on you sale. Please do that. Um, intro again mm-hmm. um, for the dogs that are listening, given that it's ah, International Dog Day, please. Of course. Well said. Thank you. On behalf of both of us, I think Ellie spoke enough. Um, yeah, dogs are amazing. We love them. Um, yours, yours dearly departed, the legend Bailey, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, um, Bart gave you many good years. He did. My little legend half, Dodger has been my best mate since before I met my wife and now I'm second fiddle to my wife. But mm. anyhow, fair. Um, that's fair. Um, we love them. We want to do something completely just nonsensical and stupid. I know, and I feel sorry because the people who've called yes. don't know why they've called. No, they don't, but we'll grab Sarah from Nambour first. Sarah, first of all, thank you for trusting us. All we said was, if you've got a dog, give us a call, right? Yep. What I'd like, what we would like, is for you to imitate your dog's bark and then we have to try and guess what breed you've got. No. Okay, I'm up for the challenge. I love you. I love you so much. You are the best. All right. This is great. I'm I'm literally just pulling into my driveway from work, so this is fantastic. (laughs) Your neighbours are going to think you're nuts, but let's have a go. Your dog might hear you and come running. I think my husband's going to think I'm nuts more than anything. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Give us us your best impersonation of your dog. Okay. I think... I think she's got a... Oh, 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 Sarah, you're, so think, you're pressing I, a lot of buttons I think she's there. got a dirt bike for a dog. Yeah, I know, that sounded definitely... That like sounded... That so bad. Let me, let, let me do that again. Oh, I okay. think it's the least we could do for you. All right. Yes. All right, thanks, guys. That's so nice you're of you. You're so welcome. <laughs> we're just... We're in, the, we're in the business of giving, you Just know? bark, Sarah, thanks, if you don't... <laughs> <laughs> ruff, ruff, ruff. Okay, so I'm That's, getting big dog vibes. Yeah, I'm getting like a almost a mastiff or a ridgeback. Yeah, I'm leaning towards um, like a boxer. Boxer. Okay, I'm going to lock in ridgeback. Okay. Ellie's going to say boxer. What have you got? Uh, he's a staffy cross mastiff. Oh, oh it's a mastiff! Bex. No, Tell you just no, call me Cesar Milan. We should give you the credit, Bex. We should give it to Sarah because that Sarah, was a fantastic it was dog really, bark. I mean, I, all I did was just pick up what you were putting down yeah. and that, that was some perfect uh, Staffy Cross Mastiff from you. <laughs> I'd be, I think I'd be a great Mastiff one day. You, hey, in well, another life, well, I look forward to sniffing your butt. That's a <laughs> sentence I've never said before. Have a great Arvo, Sarah. <laughs> oh, Thanks so much. Enjoy that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> please, please keep that. Um, <laughs> Pete's in Meriden Plains. If you've been listening on the line, you've had plenty of time to hang up if you didn't want to do this. <laughs> we need you to bark like your dog, and we're going to tell you what breed yep. it is. Yep. Okay. Right, you ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the other lady. I'm driving home from work too. I'm nearly home. Um, all, right. all right, ready? Yeah, we're yes. ready. Um. Oh, okay, we've got a oh, small dog. Smaller dog. I'm going to go 
Maltese Shih Tzu, otherwise known as a Shih Tzu. I don't know which one it is. because It's like a little white yakky yeah, dog. That's what I, that's is that what, what yours yes, is yes. as well? All right, we're locking in Maltese of some description, Pete. Uh, 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 Pete. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, a, it's a little Pomeranian. Close. Close enough? Close. Yeah, we'll pay it. We'll pay it. Oh what's what's the POM's name, Pete? His name's Cash. 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 Happy International Dog Day, you little legend. Yes, well done, Pete. Great barking. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> little Cash, the legend. Jen's in Markula, finally. Jenny, um, you know how this works. You impersonate yeah. your dog and we guess what breed it is. Yeah. Are you glad you called? Clearly. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Sort of. Cool. All right, we'll take oh, it away. Here, I, th- I thought I was playing under the pump, but uh, <laughs> I guess I, I thought, you know. <laughs> go, go ahead, Jen, you legend. Have a crack. Okay. Oh, another little one. I'm going to stay with my Maltese because there's just so many of them. I'm not. Oh. I'm locking in. I feel quite confident about this one. Yes. A Jack Russell. Okay. No. Oh. oh. It, it's a Cabajon. What oh, is that? A cabajon. I'm going to look one up. How, can you spell yeah, that for me? It's a, cam, it's, it's a Cavalier Cross Bichon Frise. Oh, oh, that's a cabajon. toughie. I thought that was some sort of cheese. <laughs> yeah, it sounds I'll have a side of Cabajon, thank you. Like <laughs> I mean, I've got to watch how much Cabajon I eat. My cholesterol's <laughs> off the charts. Thank oh, you, Jen. Good on you, Jen. Good on you, all of you. Yes. Sarah, Pete, legends. Happy International Dogs Day to all of Four-legged legends out there, and even the three-legged ones, and the one and the two-legged ones that just called us. Love them. That's the humans. They're not dogs. I promise. Oh God. Ellie and Bex. Now this is the same show that literally half an hour ago said ring up for International Dog Day. Bark, like impersonate your dog and we'll guess the breed. But occasionally we get serious. Um, in this case, because uh, the dreaded COVID has uh, ravaged a town that's pretty close to both our hearts for a number of reasons, the last town that you worked in, mm-hmm. uh, I uh, had a lot to do with that town. I worked through that town as part of a, a network. Um, uh, the town of Shepparton, now um, about, what, three hours outside of Two Melbourne? Two hours directly north of Melbourne. Yeah, yeah um, just under 100,000 people there. Yeah, Home yeah. of SPC. Exactly, a Golden Valley fruit snack. Remember, Golden Valley fruit snack. The fruit fresh, bowl of Australia. And now a third of that town has COVID. Yeah, and, you know, we know that a lot of places are in lockdown at the moment, but yep. the reason we wanted to talk about Shep is because it's different when COVID hits a country town, right? Yep. Because they literally don't have enough staff to open businesses. They've had to close Woolworths and, you know, actually you can't get supplies in a lot of places because... Yeah. So many people are in isolation. This is proper country. I mean, we're talking a fifth the size of the wonderful part of the world we live in. Mm. So uh, we thought we'd cross to a mate of ours still working with the Triple M Network, Alicia Brodick. Um, You've probably been up since 4am, so sorry Sorry, for the late call, Dale. (laughs) How are you travelling? Thanks, guys. Jeez, I was having the best sleep. Um, (laughs) Don't tell us that. (laughs) And you're like, Bex is butt-dialing me, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure of it. Mate, um, the GV, um, how does it look? How does it feel at the moment? Um, You know, from your seat in the studio of uh, one of the top radio brands there, you must see a lot. Look, it's, it's absolutely incredible, to be honest. Like, it's scary as hell at the moment here too. I mean, we've had 67 cases now, 18 mm. in 24 hours, the so 67 today. We've got in total in the GB 20,000 residents in isolation because so many of these cases were related to schools were on stop and stay orders. So mm. if you had anything to do with the school, you've got to be home for 14 days. That's it, full stop. So... So many people are out, which means police force are down, 
supermarkets are down, even GB Health, who are doing all the testing and the vaccinations, they don't have as many staff. So it's tough, but even though it's tough right now, the GV is just getting behind each other and the acts of kindness that are coming out of this lousy time is incredible. What sort of staff? And when for, for our audience, when she says GV, she means Goulburn Valley. So that's mm. that, that region, that fruit-producing region, uh, places like that, Achuca. Yeah, it's like uh, a circle Benalla. of towns with Shepparton in the centre. Yes, and uh, so what sort of stuff has really warmed your heart, mate? Oh, look, I had a, had a lady give us a call the other day and she was saying that a whole bunch of coffees were delivered, a whole bunch of coffees and cakes delivered to the staff at GB Health at one of the testing areas that Mm. were doing all the COVID testing. People are waiting in line for hours. These these staff members who are putting themselves at risk each and every day to make sure that we're safe, they just got given a whole bunch of free coffees and cakes anonymously, you know, and this sort of thing is happening everywhere across the Golden Valley, which is just fantastic fantastic to see that people are really getting behind each other. We've got takeaway businesses out here that are offering free food to families that are stuck in isolation that can't leave. Businesses doing free deliveries. It's just amazing. That's so good. Is it true that a lot of the supermarkets have had to close? Because, you know, when we're going to lockdown here, luckily the population's big enough and we haven't had any se- severe outbreaks Keep things yet. things going, yeah. That we can, you know, there are, are enough staff to go to Woolies and go to Coles and pull a shift. What's it like there in the supermarkets? Um, it's not too bad. Nobody's really had to close unless they've had to close for deep cleaning. So, mm. I mean, but it's just tough at the moment because they're running on skeleton staff and everybody really has to understand that when they're getting out and about to make sure that, you know, like they take, they're just a little bit more patient. I think things are going to take a little bit longer, you know, and just to be wary, I guess, too, of where we're heading. I mean, we're sitting on around about 130 exposure sites just for the direct Shepparton area and the Which suburbs Again, this is a country town a fifth the size yeah. of the Sunshine Coast. I literally went through that list of exposure it's sites like last saying night. Budrum it was every, has 130 yeah. exposure sites. It was every place I used to go to. Cafes, you know, the restaurants. Deck. The Maccas. The, the Maccas was definitely the deck, closed. The only nightclub in town. Yeah. Uh, guys, on a lighter night, it's, um, you know, it's really tough and it's a beautiful part of the world and the people there are wonderful. But it's funny how times change. When uh, I used to go and visit the market, Cheney, I reckon the, the most serious uh, thing that was happening there at the time, the old general manager, not your legend general manager, Manager at the moment, uh, Alan Kellick, who's a superstar. The old general manager had sent out a all staff email instructing people to not use their heaters past nine fifteen, <laughs> yeah, or he'd send, the, he'd send he'd send them an invoice. <laughs> so it, you know, uh, as much as this sucks to be in COVID, it's good to see that you can cope with more serious issues. Leisha, <laughs> <laughs> sending you all the love in the world. Um, I hope that this clears up quickly and Shep can go back to normal. Thank you so much for giving us some time, Savo. No worries. And don't be put off by the place where we can travel again. You should come and visit. Oh, it's a beautiful part of the world. It's a beautiful part of the world, yeah. Lovely. Go for a paddle on the lake. Exactly. Kelly and Bex. 91.9. Look, last week there was that protest that got held on the Queensland-New South Wales border where people walked across to protest lockdowns and border closures Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And there was this one dude who rode through on a horse... And said, they can't arrest us all. Cross. Everyone, go across the border. Trying cr- to be William Wallace. Yeah. Well, it turns out Fancy he's actually... Fancy yourself as a brave heart. Yeah, he's a Hollywood stuntman. Like, he's oh, a okay. genuine stuntman. Yes. 
But still, like, what are you doing, yeah, mate? Yeah, exactly. Um, he's today been fined seven thousand dollars. So both seven from the G's. yeah from the Queensland government. They and can't the stop South- us all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did stop you, bud. They fined yeah. you seven seven yeah. grand. Um, yeah. yeah, but both governments have fined him. Do you reckon that's the first time he's ever lost money on a stunt? Because <laughs> 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 oh, he normally gets paid for it, you know. Yeah. Um, so here's where I'd like to go with this, and I'm I'm going to put. Um, Put the best one of these into tomorrow's draw for a hundred bucks to spend at Bella Venezia. Mm-hmm. Okay, I want to know the weird fine you've got, and it's not about size. If you've got a dollar fine for uh, I don't know um, your dog licking out of the wrong bowl at a cafe or mm-hmm. something like that, I want to know about it. What is the weirdest fine you've ever copped? Yeah, because this guy's going to have to say in years to come, oh, I got fined for riding yeah. my horse across the border. Which I mean, fair enough, he should have been fined. He should have been fined more, in my yes. opinion, for being such a well, okay, this is soap bo- put the soapbox down. Okay, this is sorry, a comedy it's down, show. It's down. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's laugh again. We love Brad from Mountain Creek. He's on the phone. Hello. Hey, guys. How are you going? We're Good going all right. Brad. I can't imagine you would have got fined for anything uh, uh, different, mate. I got fined for sitting on a jet ski without a life jacket on. Oh, did you? Ah, that's a different one. <laughs> How much did you cop? I was about, I was, I'm going back you know, 20 years. It was about... 250 bucks or something. But yeah. 250 bucks 20 years ago, that's a fair whack. Oh, like it's like a million bucks today. Yeah, fair enough, Brad. It's <laughs> very, it's very dangerous of you to be riding on that jet ski without I'll a... get uh, next, Chaney. It happened ages ago, okay? Yeah, Statute but... of limitations. I've I got an idea for you, though, Bradley. If you get a tattoo, like a red tattoo of kind of almost like a singlet, so it looks like you've always got one on. <laughs> It's real. There's a lot of commitment <laughs> for oh, a 200. I could just wear a singlet in the sun and I would be red all round. And, and, yeah. You are, you are pale. I wasn't going to bring pale. that up. Yeah, yes. Boys, sorry, don't want to interrupt the boys club, but why doesn't he just wear a life jacket? That feels like because, the obvious answer. And I think that's the right thing to do, particularly out in the open water. There's been too many tragedies, particularly this year in the bay and whatnot. But as men, we must investigate every stupid option yeah. before we lock in the I most stupid. I want to get stupid. my nips tattooed red. That's what do I'm you? gonna do. I'm do gonna really? stick it to the man. That, that was that was more information than I needed. Out. <laughs> okay, exactly. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Brad. I mean we can probably help you with the sticking it to the man part, but the nips, <laughs> you're on your own. Ellie and Bex, ninety-one point nine CFM. You know what I love? Uh, cheeseburgers. <laughs> we always play this game. I won't go on. Okay. Blokes that can reverse trailers. <laughs> okay. All right. Wearing caps backwards, the cross between Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron. No, nah, I'm Coast. off Zac Efron after his bad Netflix show. The West Coast Eagles, when they're not okay. coming ninth. Okay, that's Several true. other things. No, what I love is a good bungle. <laughs> I do like a good bungle. Whoa. And someone someone being slammed for a bungle is even yes, better. Yes, uh, well, uh, welcome to my bungle society. I'm about to tell you about a big bungle. Bungle update. <laughs> That's happened um, to students of QUT. Queensland University of Technology. That's Side the one. fact. Mm-hmm. Is magic, that who you went? magic Mike. No, I didn't attend that much. I went For to University, University of Queensland and RMIT. Oh. Uh, but uh, Magic Mike was the HR director at QUT for 25 years. That makes sense because he is a QT. Yeah. Oh. oh. And my sister. Cutie. Uh, my sister graduated there from the, uh, the law faculty. But I spent most of my childhood, of course, finished school. And then go uh, next suburb to where dad was at work and, you know, wait around the office. So I spent a lot of time there. There you go. Why yeah. didn't you turn into a cutie then? 
Okay. Cool. It's fine. I'm the married one out of the two of us. <laughs> and I think we all agree. My wife's I an 11. I told you I'm waiting for My you, Jackman. My wife is an 11, so uh, I guess it's subjective. All right. Back to the bungle. Um, yes. Students of QUT have received their diplomas in the mail, diplomas, degrees, whatever they've yes. earned. Yes. Um, and it turns out there's been a bungle because a lot of them. Say bungle again. I, I can't stop. It's so yeah. addictive. Um, because. What would it happen if it happened? What would it be called if it happened in sort of like a. A tropical, foresty kind of situation with like snakes and Amazonian stuff. A, a bungle bun- jungle. Bungle in the jungle. Yes. What would have happened? What would if it if it had happened to Sam Worthington's wife? Then it would um, be a Lara uh, Bingle bungle. No, or a yes, yeah, <laughs> or a Lara bungle. That's better. <laughs> anyway, these four <laughs> students have earned their degrees and then been sent the wrong degrees. Now in that the could mail. work either way. Yeah, I mean, imagine true. if you did some sort of, uh, and no disrespect to them, homeopathic people, and then got got, got given a law degree with honours. That's true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Do you reckon could, you just keep it? Yeah, why not? Take a photo at least. Get, yeah. get the gown back on. Apparently, a lot of the time it's um, had different names on them as well. Yeah, oh, God, that's That's going to make it difficult. But when you first brought this up today, I said to you, now, not having finished either one of my two degrees, it's too funny, too young, mm. a lot of people have qualifications that they don't use anymore. Mm. And a lot of my mates, I mean, look at you. Can you go through your degrees? and like in turn, go th- Can you please just say degree and then what you okay. would normally be? So, you know, Bachelor of Journalism, reporter. You know? Okay, so I have a double degree in arts communications, majoring in behavioural science and in journalism. So, okay, so it's an arts degree, so you'd naturally just be unemployed. <laughs> behavioural science, I would be like either a counsellor yes. or working in social justice. Or you work a bit longer and become a shrink sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, um, yes. Journalist, speaks for itself. Yes. Um, could so, be my journalism degree. So you were meant to be a reporter or a shrink and you're a radio jock. Oh, well, who, to be fair. Whose favourite thing to show kids who walk into our studio is where the fart sound effects are. It's true. I did do a postgrad in broadcasting, so that did leave me here. Postgrad. Postgrad. A graduate diplomat. Side net. Try and say postgrad without sounding like a total wanker. A postgrad. Yeah, it's impossible. I can't. So here's here's my point. There will be people listening right now, and I'm prepared to put a $50 Marucci Surf Outlet voucher on the best call for this one, Mm. who have a qualification, like literally either a trade qualification, degree, uh, that sort of stuff, some sort of significant background in something that's completely different to what they do now. Carly is in Coolum Legend. Uh, what is that qualification you've got that you just don't use? Um, I actually got a civil construction um, qualification when I graduated high school and I am now working in childcare. Good. Well, I mean, you must build some amazing sandcastles exactly. though, you know? I'm pretty I'm pretty sorry to where I've turned out to be in life. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's qualification that I spent money on and didn't end up doing anything with. Do you ever, like, run over to the sand pit and go, Tommy, there's just not enough fall on that uh, floor there. (laughs) Try some concrete next time. You're going to have some serious drainage issues if you don't work on that. No. No. Construction gags. Are you really good at Lego, Carly? I'm actually terrible at building and I'm terrible at Tetris, so it doesn't work out very well. You know, for so many of us and so many of the people who are going to call through, it's about that, right? Because we started to do qualifications and stuff and sometimes you have to get three quarters of the way through a certification or degree or trade before you go, Yeah, this sucks. My mate Sammy was Mm. three quarters through um, an electrical apprenticeship. Mm. Now she's a lawyer. There you go. It happens. Same sort of thing. Michael is in Udlow. Mike, what's the qualification you've got but never used? So I'll I'll preface it by saying that it's an online qualification, but I still have it. (laughs) It counts. It's all 
is it, is, it, is, is it to do with being a Bitcoin miner? Um, <laughs> so I've got a responsible service of alcohol certificate. <gasps> yes. Yes. But I love the fact yeah. that you've never been responsible with your service yeah. of alcohol. <laughs> never. And, uh, yeah, it kind of doesn't really, it kind of clashes with my job, so, yeah. Okay, what's your job? So I'm an air traffic controller. Oh, oh wow. you do so not want to be serving, serving alcohol. alcohol. kind of not, yeah, it's not really the thing yeah. I should be doing. Pushing the, <laughs> pushing the drinks cart around the radar room is not really, yeah. <laughs> not really the, the done exactly. thing, is it? Oh, isn't it no. amazing? Yeah. Oh, I've actually, I'm actually have an approved manager's licence for, for what? responsible service of alcohol, so oh, I gosh. can run a licensed venue. This is the woman um, <laughs> who, who handed that out. Yeah, exactly. I know, right? <laughs> That's a fair <laughs> Ellie and Bex.